0: Good morning, church. Good morning. Good morning. And good morning to our online friends. We're uh, glad that you're with us online and here at the church. Uh, this week, we, uh, we're able to celebrate the graveside service for Jay Gray and uh, just honor his life. I know uh, COVID and the changes in 2020 have been hard for so many of us. But one of the blessings that has come out of this is we had to start doing online church. For many of us, that uh, we really miss being here. But for some of our church family, they haven't been able to join us for a long time. And they have found found it a huge blessing to be able to worship with us on Sunday mornings. And that's uh, certainly true for the Gray family you were, uh, if you saw a Jay's obituary, it was listed in there how much he has enjoyed the last few months being able to join us for worship online. And uh, because of that, the, the Gray family has requested that any memorial gifts given in his honor be given to the audiovisual fund at our church for the purpose of making sure that we're able to continue online worship um, forever (laughs) so that we can be a blessing for those who aren't able to join with us on Sunday morning. So while 2020's been hard, the blessing there is that we have learned some new skills in how to share worship with our wider community who aren't able to be with us. We continue to pray for the great people. So, um, on Monday afternoon this week, Will Beeson passed. We had prayed for the family last Sunday, expecting that uh, his death would come soon. And Monday afternoon, uh, he went to be with the Lord. Will was our newest member of Unity United Methodist Church. And when we celebrated his membership, uh, we did not know that it would only be a week until his passing. So we celebrate um, that he is part of our family, and we join in mourning with uh, this family that is part of our church, as uh, their hearts are heavy this week. Now let us, uh, you know, also, um, we should be hearing more about this this week, but uh, the news uh, has come that the United States has passed more than 200,000 that have died from COVID or as the result of complications that go along with that. That's just a staggering number for a disease that we didn't even know about at the beginning of the year. And so we pray with all of the families that are mourning this year, and we pray for the Lord to give us strength to endure in these strange times. Let us join together in prayer. Grant us, Lord, not to be anxious about anything on this earth, but rather to love the things that are from heaven. And even now, while we are placed among things that are passing away, may we hold fast to those things that shall endure for all eternity. So Lord, we pray for families within our church who are in a season of mourning. We especially lift up the gray and the in families today. Would your peace be with them? Lord, we pray for our nation and our world because of the Tragedy of COVID-19 that has befallen too many families. Lord, we pray for your hope to be with those who are mourning. We pray for your strength and your healing to be with those who are currently sick. We pray, Lord, for your wisdom to be on our leaders, the president and all of his advisors, the governor and his advisors, our bishop and his council. Grant them your godly wisdom, Lord, to lead us safely through this time. And we pray, Lord, that each week as we gather for worship online or here outside in our pavilion, that we would be filled with the hope of Christ, that we would not only have that hope for ourselves, but we could carry it with us in a world that is desperate for hope. And Lord, we rejoice this morning that in the midst of the difficulties of 2020, we have been forced to learn new skills and new ways of being church that have been a blessing to many people. And so Lord, we... We thank you for the ways the church has been creative and has learned and grown this year. May we never forget these lessons. May we continue to share your word openly and freely every way that we can. These things we pray this morning through Jesus Christ our Lord who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Scripture reading this morning comes from Psalm 105. Psalm 105. Give thanks to the Lord. Call upon His name. Make His deeds known to all people. Sing to God. Sing praises to the Lord. Dwell on all His wondrous works. Give praise to God's holy name. Let the hearts rejoice of all those seeking the Lord. Pursue the Lord in his strength. Seek his face always. Remember the wondrous works he has done, all his marvelous works, and the justice he declared. You who are the offspring of Abraham, his servant, and the children of Jacob, his chosen ones. God brought Israel out of Egypt, filled with silver and gold. Not one of his tribes stumbled. Egypt celebrated when they left because the dread of Israel had come upon them. God spread out clouds as a covering, gave lightning to provide light at night. Then the people asked, and God brought quail. God filled them full with food from heaven. God opened the rock and gushed out water, flowing like a river through the desert. Because God remembered his holy promise to Abraham, his servant, God brought his people out with rejoicing, his chosen ones with songs of joy. God gave them the lands of other nations. They inherited the wealth of many peoples so that they would keep his laws and observe his instructions. Praise the Lord. This is the word of God for the people of God. Give thanks to the Lord. Make what he has done known to all people. Verse 4 of this psalm tells us to pursue the Lord and His strength and to seek His face always. Pursue the Lord and His strength. Has 2020 taught you that you need some strength that is more than your own? If that's the, the lesson that we take away from this year, then we have grown in helpful ways. Do you know that it is often, if you listen to people tell their testimony of how they came to the Lord or how they reached a place where they rededicated their life to the Lord, it was often when they were at the lowest moments of their life, the most difficult moments of their life, that they turned to the Lord. Why is that common in so many of our stories? Because it is in the moments when we realize that we are most weak, that we are most helpless to move forward on our own, that we realize that we need a God who is wiser and stronger than we are to help us through. And so we hear this call to pursue the Lord and His strength. Why His strength? Why do we pursue the strength of The Lord. Well, this psalm runs us through some of the history of Israel and why we should pursue the strength of the Lord. Why should we pursue the strength of the Lord? Because God brought Israel out of Egypt. For 400 years, the Israelites had been enslaved in Egypt, but God led them. Out, It was something that they could not do on their own, but through the strength of the Lord, they were brought out of Egypt and were told in this psalm that they were brought out not just to survive, but to thrive. It would have been enough if God had helped them to barely escape with with nothing but the clothes on their back but we're told in this that they were loaded down with silver and gold. God led them out of Israel, not just in survival mode, not in barely get by mode, but with what they needed to thrive and build a new nation. Why pursue the strength of the Lord? Because God led his people with a pillar of cloud and a pillar of fire. So the Israelites did not know the way to go. They had never been this way before. God appeared before the nation during the day as cloud and during the night as fire so that he could lead his people through the unknown that they were facing. God miraculously gave the Israelites food. Quail, when they called out for meat and manna, a heavy, nutritious dew that covered the ground every morning so that they would have food to eat. And then when the Israelites needed water, God instructed Moses to bring water from a rock that could quench the thirst of his people. God brought his people Out with rejoicing in his chosen one with songs of joy. Why should we pursue the strength of the Lord? Because the same things that he has done for Israel, he can do for you. The people of Israel rehearsed. They retold the story of the great deeds of the Lord so that the next generation and all the generations to come, including us, would know that the God who is with us had done those things for them so that we could expect He would do the same things for us. God led Israel out of bondage. Through His strength, he can lead you out of whatever is holding you bondage as well. If you are in bondage to sin, or to fear, or to despair, God can lead you out today. And he leads us into this new way of being, not just to survive, but to thrive. Remember Jesus said that he has come to bring life, and to give it abundantly, overflowing, filled with joy. The life that God has in mind for you is not to give you his strength just so that you can barely make it through the day, but so that you can have his strength to live an abundant life of joy in Christ. God led his people through the unknown with cloud and fire God wants to lead you through the unknown when you are in the midst of an unknown season a place that you have never been to before look for the Lord to guide you through so pursue his strength and God sustained the life of the Israelites food and water God wants to provide for you what you need to sustain your life as you pursue His strength. So pursue the Lord and His strength and seek His face always. How often should we seek the face of God? Always. Another translation says to seek His presence continuously knowing that our strength is not enough for the challenges that we face, but that God's strength is more than enough to equip us to thrive in the midst of unforeseen challenges. We should be the people who seek the presence of God continuously. But how do we do that continuously? There's a small group of Christians throughout history who have been called to the cloistered life. Cloister is a big word. (laughs) And what that means is that they have separated themselves from the rest of the world to be locked away in a room alone where they spend all day and all night In prayer, seeking the presence of God. They have have taken this command to seek God's face always as a call to pull away from all of the craziness and the hecticness and the busyness out there and to pull away and be alone with God all the time, every day. Well, if that's the only way that you can seek God's presence continuously, then the rest of us are in big trouble. Because while God may have called a small group of people to the cloistered life, He does not call everyone to that life. And it's a good thing, because in God's wisdom, He has realized that if that happened, the world would fall apart. (laughs) Your calling to the life that you live is no less a part of God's call on your life than the cloistered life is the call for that small group of people that have received that. So how in the world are the rest of us supposed to seek God's presence continuously, without stop, always, forever? In the midst of changing diapers and cooking meals, Working jobs and mowing the grass. How do we seek God's presence continuously? Maybe you guys have heard me mention Brother Lawrence before. He was the 17th century monk who wasn't called to go to the cloister to be alone forever. He was sent to the kitchen where his job was to peel the potatoes to feed the rest of the monks. And he wondered, how can I know the presence of God as much as those guys that are only job is to pray? Could I reach the point in my life where I could know God as much while I'm peeling the potatoes as I could know God while I'm at worship or in prayer? And so he prayed for God to show him that. And he discovered that you can practice the presence of God, that you can grow in the habit of living in an awareness of God's presence that you carry with you into all of the busyness of life. How do you become aware of God's presence all the time? Well, Brother Lawrence shares some of what he's learned. First, you dedicate yourself to this and seek God's power. You tell God, I want to know you more as I go through my day, God. God, I want to know you more while I'm in the busyness of my life. God, in those moments when I am most overwhelmed and weakest, I want to know you then as much as I know you when I am taking communion or spending time in prayer on retreat. You tell God and you ask Him to help you know Him more in those moments of your life when you're not in worship or in prayer. And then Lawrence gives us some practical tools. He says that, We should begin each activity that we undertake with prayer and end it with prayer. He doesn't mean pray for 20 minutes before you take out the garbage. But what he does mean is that you breathe a prayer asking God to be with you. I mean, imagine beginning and ending each day with prayer. As a way to frame your day so that you can be aware that God is with you in those in between moments. You know, wake up, first thing in the morning, you could pray Psalm 188, verse 24. This is the day the Lord has made, I will rejoice and be glad in it. I mean, when you wake up in the morning, are you like, Yes, Lord, it's morning? Or are you more like, like, oh, Lord, morning (laughs) after coffee? Many of us have morning rituals that we can't pass up. For some of us, that's that's that cup of coffee. And find a way to add prayer to that morning ritual, even if it's just to breathe. Lord, be with me today. I know that I'm not very good at, uh, at uttering beautiful, flowery, deep-thought-out prayers when I first wake up. So that's where the power of a memorized prayer comes in. You can pray the Lord's Prayer as you begin the day. One of my favorite prayers for the morning, it's one that I usually pray on Mondays as part of our evening prayer. Part of that is because it is such a great prayer for the beginning of the week. Part of it is because... I want you all to become familiar with this prayer too. Lord God Almighty and Everlasting Father, You have brought me in safety to this new day. Preserve me with Your mighty power, that I might not fall into sin, nor be be overcome by adversity. And in all I do, direct me to the fulfilling of Your purpose through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. If you pray that often enough, it becomes a part of your soul and then you can, you can pray that on those mornings that you're like, I know I need to pray and I'm too tired to come up with my own words, then borrow these and lean into them to begin your day with God so that you can seek His presence continuously. And then we, just, we think about God often throughout the day. We can borrow a couple of habits from the Old Testament followers of God. God gave them commands to write his God commanded the Israelites to write his commands on their door frames and he commanded them to put tassels on his garments door frames and tassels are could be helpful for you to seek God's presence as you go throughout the busyness of your day write God's commands on your door Door frames, he says in Deuteronomy 6-9, so that as you leave your house, you leave seeing the commands of God. That makes me think of Notre Dame, how when the Notre Dame football team goes out of their tunnel, they have the famous sign that says, play like a champion today, and that's the last thing they see before, before they move, go out on the field and they hit that sign, play like a champion today. So we can door frame some important Bible verses. You could literally tape it to your doorframe. Or a couple of other places that you look often that could be good places to write Bible verses that remind you of the presence and hope of God. You can put them on your mirror. And put them on your refrigerator. Maybe for some of us it's our coffee pot that we look at more than anything else. So put an encouraging Bible verse there to remind you of the presence of God and put it on their doorframes. You could literally put, put it on your doorpost. Right? One of your favorite encouraging Bible verses, put it on the doorframe so that you see it as you leave the house every day. And God in numbers fifteen instructed them to put tassels on the corners of their garments so they will remember the commandments of the Lord. I try to tassel my life in a few different ways. Now, I don't actually have a tassel on my shirt because I don't want you to make fun of me. So how can we take that idea and apply it into their life? One of the ways that I do that is I have the Bible app on my phone. And I put the verse of the day at the very top of all the widgets. That's an intentional decision on my part to have it at the top. For two reasons. One, to remind me that the word of God is more important than the weather and the news and whatever other widgets I have coming down my schedule. Um, secondly, it's so that I stumble upon the word of God when I'm not thinking about it. You now, How often I've opened my phone and I wasn't thinking about scripture and there the verse of the day popped out at me and it was just the word that I needed for that day. A way that I tassel my life. Some people carry a cross in their pocket. A little cross, can't be a big one. They carry a cross in their pocket, so they stick their hands in their pocket. Maybe they're reaching in to find their car keys, and then instead they find a cross that they didn't remember was in there, and that reminds them that God is with them. Oh, yes, there's a cross. God is with me. Maybe you put a cross uh, on your cell phone, lock screen. I- you look at your cell phone so many times. That's just the perfect way to tassel your life in our day and age. Something that you'll run across that reminds you that God is with you. Some people set a prayer alarm. I know Christians who set their watch or their phone to to alarm at 10.02 a.m. every day so that they can pray, Luke 10.02, Lord, send workers into the harvest field. It's a way to tassel their life. Or do you remember when everybody was wearing those watches that would beep at the top of the hour? I, those were really popular when I was in, like, high school. And we're in the middle of class, and all of a sudden everybody's watches would go, beep, beep. Yeah, it's annoying. Unless you train your brain to remember that that little beep, beep is a reminder that in this next hour, God is with you. It'd be a way to tassel your life. Seeking God's face always... Is hard at first, but Brother Lawrence said that it can become a habit where we reach the place where it's as hard for us to forget that God is with us as it was at first to remember that he was with us because we made it a new habit in our life. So once in a while, maybe today's the perfect day to just examine yourself. Ask, how are you doing Have I been living with an awareness of the presence of God? If you can say yes, then give thanks because that is God at work in you. And if it's not, ask for forgiveness and for God to help you to do better without discouragement or condemnation. Pursue the Lord and His strength. Seek His face always. Let's dedicate ourselves to becoming more aware of God's presence, to practice the presence of God. Because we need His strength to thrive in these challenging days. And we need His strength to do the work of the kingdom of God in the midst of this world. Let's pray together. Oh Lord, this morning we dedicate ourselves anew to being aware of Your presence. Lord, we are so thankful for the promise of Scripture that you will always be present with us. You will never leave us. You will never forsake us. When we walk through the darkest valley, we will find that you were there. When we are weak, we will find you strong. When we are in need of hope, you can fill us with the hope of Christ. You will be our protection and our stronghold, and our cornerstone. And so, Lord, because we need your strength so much in each day, we humbly ask that you would help us to be more aware of your presence. So, Lord, this week, as we go through our day, would we be more aware of you than we were the week before? Lord, if there's a way that we can or tassel our life so that we could be reminded of your presence as we go through our day. Help us to creatively think of ways to put those reminders of your presence where we will see them when we need them most. Lord, we need your strength and our world needs people who are living in your strength. And so we dedicate ourselves again today to see your face always. Jesus' name.